When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Welcome to Press This, the WordPress community podcast featuring exclusive content and interviews with leaders in the WordPress community, covering everything from development to integrating your digital marketing strategy with WordPress. Join host David Vogelpohl of WP Engine and special guests from across the community as they keep you up to speed on the latest advancements in WordPress. Let's get started. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Press This, the WordPress community podcast on Webmaster Radio. This is your host, David Vogelpohl. I support the WordPress community through my role at WP Engine, and I love to bring the best of the community to you here every week on Press This. As a reminder, you can follow me on Twitter at WPDavidV, and of course, you can subscribe to Press This on iTunes, iHeartRadio, Spotify, or download the latest episodes at WMR.FM. In this episode, we're going to be top, talking about adopting a block-first theme strategy, particularly using the Genesis framework, and joining us for that conversation is Mr. Chris Baldelamar. Sorry, Chris, did I say that correctly? Pretty close, Baldelamar, but yes. Baldelamar. I'm going to get it right by the end of this podcast, Chris, I promise you. <laughs> Uh, but anyways, Chris, I wanted to thank you so much for joining us here today to talk about uh, block-first theme building. Well, I'm really glad to be here. And um, I just want to say that, you know, I've been developing WordPress sites for 10 years. So I'm, uh, and I, I live and breathe WordPress. It's kind of amazing that somebody could build a platform and then my whole life, a good part of my life could be devoted just to working in it. Um, I've been developing client sites, um, again, for 10 years. When I first started my first WordPress site, I mean, it was like WordPress 2 point something. So it just, so I've seen this whole evolution of WordPress. Uh, I've gone through so many different uh, hosting platforms. I've gone through so many different types of themes, so, uh, you know, custom plugins, custom themes. I mean, so I have this, all this experience. And what's kind of exciting about doing this interview with you, David, is that about when, when WordPress was going to come out, when I first heard that they were going to make this big update, you know, and it's going to change the editor, it's going to change, it's going to go to Gutenberg blocks. Um, it was, I knew it was going to be kind of like a pivotal point where I'm going to have to need to kind of rethink my foundation, my web foundation. And at that point, I think I was, uh, I was hosting, I had some premium hosting accounts with Rackspace, also with uh, Bluehost. And I started looking more into uh, WordPress engine. And I really liked what they were doing hosting-wise, kind of specializing in WordPress. But then I became really, really intrigued whenever y'all bought out StudioPress. And uh, mainly, the, you know, Genesis Framework. And I kind of had always written it off, written off the Genesis framework, not really thinking it was a great platform to begin developing on, to kind of build a web, to build a foundation for website development. And 
But when y'all did buy it, I really gave it a second chance and I started looking into it. And then, uh, and, and now I haven't really gone back. And so now I'm kind of like fully committed, uh, you know, hosting, you know, lots of my sites on the WordPress engine, on WordPress engine servers. And I'm, uh, you know, using uh, a lot of my client sites are built on the Genesis framework using Gutenberg, block, Gutenberg blocks. And I'm even in the process of transitioning, you know, older themed or older sites that I have over to uh, these kind of uh, these custom child themes that I build out. And then also, just to add one other thing, I also am a theme developer for a brand called Angie Makes. So Angie is my wife; she's a graphic designer, and we had a really we have a really popular brand of themes, feminine WordPress themes under the brand Angie Makes. We previously had built it on this kind of custom WordPress frame, uh, kind of a custom WordPress framework that I built out with custom plugins that had like forty thousand downloads and gallery plugins that had twenty thousand downloads on the WordPress repository. And, uh, and so we, we have all this experience just with customer support, you know, what was easy, what was hard for people. And, uh, some, and, and, and one of our themes that we transitioned over to, uh, to the Genesis framework, you know, using Gutenberg blocks, we had really positive feedback. It was a lot easier to use. So just to say that I've been uh, just really uh, enjoying uh, this kind of this new foundation with the Genesis framework and Gutenberg blocks. I think that's some great context. I actually learned a little bit about you there. I didn't know. I didn't know about your theme shop. That's really interesting to hear. Uh, also, thanks for the kind words on WP Engine. I like how your chat or phone dinged when you said that. It was like a like an upvote there. Uh, but I think your experience is a lot like a lot of folks listening, right? Been in WordPress for a long time. You know, kind of used to building themes a certain way, maybe using frameworks or not. And then if you've been in WordPress any length of time, of course, you realize that, hey, of course, really with any framework or platform or programming language, you kind of have to evolve your skill set over time, um, which, you know, again, a lot of folks are, are in that zone in different phases. So really wanted to take the opportunity today to get a better understanding of what that was like for you. I'm glad you touched on some of the benefits already. I want to kind of dive in a little bit. Uh, to kick things off, I'm just curious, you mentioned a little bit of your background. What was your first experience using WordPress? Like quickly, uh, what was that first time you used WordPress? Pretty amazing because I was developing themes, kind of custom, you know, HTML themes, you know, kind of spaghetti PHP code, we call it. But then when I was introduced to WordPress, it allowed, you know, it gave uh, that content management system. It allowed uh, my clients to be able to go in, even edit it themselves, you know, and just making simple changes here and there. So just having that user interface for a client who doesn't know anything about coding or development, they can go in and get this kind of, you know, Microsoft document experience and write and kind of just, you know, update their own content. I'm so, glad you pointed out the Microsoft Doc type experience because that's exactly how I think about the old editor. It's a Word doc for your website. Sounded like your experience with WordPress, though, was kind of transitioning away from these, quote, hand-coded sites into more of a CMS, um, which obviously provides a lot of benefit to your customers. I love that. Um, and I was just wondering, also real quickly, for those listening, Webplant Media is um, your company. Uh, I'm guessing you guys are like an agency focused on custom development and WordPress probably particularly? Yes. So Webplant Media really specializes just in uh, kind of custom website development, kind of more client-based. And then uh, under that, we have a, uh, a brand called Angie Makes, which is a kind of a theme shop, also a graphic shop. Uh, and it's a it's a really really popular brand. My wife has done a great job marketing and doing the graphic designs for that. But I've been able just to uh, 
kind of build out quality themes that are, you know, with the goal being easy to use, because we're kind of in the market of the feminine uh, entrepreneurs, and we had to make things really, really easy. So, um, so yeah, so those are kind of the two main focuses. Uh, client, the client work really helps me to kind of uh, go uh, really deep with the work with my WordPress development in the sense that I can really see what the client needs from a business perspective. What, what do they need? What does their website need? Uh, what do they need to be able to feature? What kind of uh, custom blocks do I need to write? What kind of, uh, what kind of how, how do I need to display? What kind of information do I need to display on the website? And then I can use that, I can use what I learned from uh, working with the client and then give that over and build out a theme for Angie Makes and kind of give all those experiences that I learned from my client and then try to develop a good quality theme product just so a person can have all those same tools and features and we can, uh, you know, we support all the good plugins that, uh, you know, we use with our kind of our client site. So it's kind of, so it's, it's been a really good kind of symbiotic relationship there, uh, doing client site work and then being able to use what we learn from there to build out good products for our kind of our, our, our bigger market. So it sounds like the two pillars roughly you're focused on within the agency business and the theme business is first off this notion of understanding the business problems you're solving for, but then to deliver that in a way that makes that site easy to manage. Um, and I'm guessing blocks are, are, are key to that in, in your current mo motions. Yes, very much so. And with one of my latest clients, we, we had to be able to, uh, we, you know, this, uh, one of my latest clients, they really wanted to do these uh, mass, these uh, email marketing campaigns. And we had to be able to come up with several different types of landing pages and not all the landing pages, and each landing page is pretty unique. But with uh, blocks, we were able to, I mean, it's kind of like, you know, previously with older themes, the home page was really all, the, that was really the page that got all the nice design set up. And it was really hard previously to create that same type of home page on different pages. Uh, all the other pages were very much very, they, they, they were templated and it was like pretty rigid in structure. But now with uh, blocks, I mean, I can create my home, you know, like a homepage can look really, really unique, but now I can create a landing page. I can create five different landing pages and they all have pretty unique, really uh, kind of nice content. It's like a really nice display. And so it's that power of iteration then, that notion of like, hey, I'm, I need to maybe do a few things that are similar to this one campaign or page and really having the ability to iterate. Of course, also, if you fail in your first attempt, you also need to iterate, which I think is another powerful benefit to blocks. So I want to dive in now, uh, or next, should I say, um, on some of the hows, like how did you adopt it? What are you doing? Um, but we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back. Time to plug into a commercial break. Stay tuned for more Press This in just a moment. Here's the truth you need to know about podcasting. The biggest problem you face right now as a future podcaster is the myth that it takes an enormous amount of time or effort to produce a high-quality professional podcast. Luckily for you, there's a solution to your problem. If you're an online marketer who really needs to grow an audience of buyers but can't do all the heavy lifting alone, then here's the solution you're looking for. Introducing the DFY Podcasting System. Here's what you get. 30 minutes of one-on-one -on -one training a weekly podcast for you or your company, distribution to almost every podcast portal, an embeddable player for your website, an ebook called How to Podcast, created for WMR.FM show hosts, and much, much more. And best of all, you'll start seeing results with the DFY podcast system within a couple of weeks. You're just one podcast away from growing brand awareness and engagement in your business. Log on to podcast.wmr.fm and sign up for a deeply discounted rate today. That's podcast.wmr.fm. 
FM. It passes before it's noticed. A slight rising of the eyebrows, a widening of the eyes. It may be accompanied by an almost imperceptible inhalation. The heart adds a beat like a quiet exclamation point on the experience. Within a tenth of a second, the reaction has passed, but not without leaving its mark. Someone found what they're looking for. Does your website deliver impulses to act? It can. Intended Consequences is the podcast for digital marketers who see their job as changing hearts and minds. If you're frustrated, bored, or in a rut, it's time to spread your wings with me, Brian Massey, and my guests. Find out how successful, curious, creative, and data-driven marketers are making a difference on purpose. Visit IntendedPodcast.com or find us where you get your podcasts. Intended Consequences. Marketing on Purpose. LPO, Landing Page Optimization, where we make marketers great using design, data, psychology, and attitude. Join our host, Brian Massey, best known as the Conversion Scientist, as he sits down with leading marketers to help you create campaigns that deliver. LPO, only on webmasterradio.fm. Let's press forward with more Press This, only on webmasterradio.fm. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Press This, the WordPress community podcast on Webmaster Radio. We are in the middle of our episode interviewing Chris Baldelmar. I know I mispronounced it again, Chris. I'm sorry. Uh, but about your journey in adopting kind of a block first theme practice. So before the break, you were talking about some of the, the general strategies, some of the benefits your clients had. But I want to kind of dive a little bit more into the how now. Um, before you adopted a block first strategy with Genesis or in general, how were you building themes? So I had a, you know, custom themes with, and I had a custom plugin that's in, currently in the WordPress repository that we're still using for some of our uh, older themes. It was called a short, it was a short code manager. And so we were really heavy on the short codes. You could put a short code in, you could like select it, it would pop up, you could change the options. Because what's really hard about short code is that you don't know what all the attributes are. You don't know what even, uh, and even you might know what the uh, attribute is, but you don't know what all the values are for that attribute. So when we started switching over to Gutenberg blocks, that just visualized everything. And it was a lot, lot easier for someone to be able to select a drop down to see what options I have. And so on a page, they could be designing their home page, and it's just it's a lot more intuitive. A person still has to go to the documentation and see, you know, some like how do we do this, or maybe there's a custom class that we need to insert. But the amount that it, uh, Gutenberg Blocks has made it a lot more intuitive as opposed to just using short codes only and having to look up every attribute, every value that could possibly be in the short code. So we transitioned from, uh, and, and, and some of our uh, blocks still might, the underlaying might be short codes, but there's a graphical visual interface that just makes it more intuitive to see what the drop down options are and what are all the different ways you can uh, display content on your site. So that makes sense. I mean, I know at least from the, the Genesis perspective and the premium child themes we have uh, under that brand, one of the things we've done to kind of adopt this block world is, you know, move from widgets and short codes into, you know, using blocks for those site elements. And so I know that this is a key part for people that are starting to adopt the new block way and kind of an easy place to start. 
um, thinking in the future of the role or lack thereof of widgets and short codes as kind of a, an, an accessible or, or easy to understand way to start kind of picking off this, this notion of a block first strategy. So, I mean, like the benefits make sense, right? Like you can see the, the element in the page, the functionality is kind of more apparent in what it does and what the options are in a block versus say kind of a generic short code. But what made you decide to adopt that strategy versus sticking with what you know? Like, wasn't it just easier to do it the way you were used to versus uh, tackling learning the new way? Well, it was, it has to do with, uh, I'm really never really satisfied mainly because I have uh, an amazing kind of client and uh, not client. I have an amazing kind of customer base where they, you know, these, some, some of these feminine entrepreneurs, they work really hard, but they have trouble. They have legitimate troubles using WordPress. And so WordPress, you know, at, you know, it's not always the easiest platform to use. So I go, I really go through great lengths to make things as easy as easy as possible to use. I mean, that's, that's really been my goal. And so when I first heard about Gutenberg, Gutenberg blocks, I was really excited because I knew this would make things even easier to use. Uh, and there's still things that need to be improved upon. And I know the WordPress community, you know, WordPress is working towards that. But I was really excited to see that uh, there is a new platform going to be built that was going to make things even easier, even more intuitive uh, to use. And so because the end goal is I want to be able, I want, you know, one of my clients or one of my you know customers to be able to install a theme. And I would rather, I mean, if possible, I'd rather have them not even look at documentation. They don't have to go to any doc page. This would be the idealistic goal. And they could just start using it immediately. They could put pieces in and then they can have a website put up pretty quickly. And obviously that's, we're not there yet. So there's still a lot of improvements that need to be made, but the Gutenberg blocks has been a huge step and it's more, it's a lot more intuitive. And at the end of the day, people want to quickly get their sites put up. They really want to get, you know, maybe they have a business they want to start that we don't, you don't want the website being this big time, uh, you know, eater for them and taking all their time. It would be nice if they, could, if they could, they could just put up the site very quickly and it'll have it look really good and they can easily add to it and then they can begin with their business. So, uh, so for me transitioning, I mean, I was excited about it and I was kind of on board even before it became live. I was already researching, you know, how am I going to go about doing this? What's the best way forward? So I was it's pretty kind of like it kind of fit with your overall strategy of, you know, delivering something easy to use for those, uh, for your end clients. You kind of mentioned that early on that that was a key goal of yours and part of what made you excited about WordPress to begin with. Um, so that makes sense that when things get even better, I believe, uh, with the block editor, that that would uh, be a natural course. I know some people, of course, get kind of entrenched in their old ways, um, but I completely agree uh, of how game-changing this is. I remember I built a WordPress site live on stage at a conference once, and I sweated bullets doing it in 45 minutes, and um, what one-click theme setup does in the Genesis framework and what the blocks now allow um, in WordPress core, um, we had marketers at WP Engine as part of an offsite build the site in 30 minutes without hardly, a lot of them, hardly any technical knowledge. Um, and so I think for me, that was kind of a neat example of that in, uh, in, in real life. Yes, and I, and I completely, uh, and I love the, the one-click demo import, um, the, that the Genesis framework came out with, and that was amazing. And that was also a big game changer because someone, one of my clients could go in and, uh, or one of my uh, theme buyers, theme customers could go in and they could just click, all the plugins are installed, all the demo content is imported, and they can start editing from the demo content right away. 
And I have, to, I have to say that of all the parts of WordPress, of having a WordPress uh, theme shop, the, the worst part really is having to do theme uh, support. I mean, it's a lot of time. Uh, it's, uh, it's not the most exciting thing. It's m much more fun developing. So having these features, these, uh, this uh, one-click demo import, these Gutenberg blocks, it has cut down my support even because I, it's things more intuitive. And so I still have to do support, but it's less support. So that's also been a big, uh, big plus. So I'm curious, you know, I think I personally, of course, live, uh, breathe and eat Genesis on pr pr practically every day. So I always think of, oh, I wish it did this with blocks. I wish it did that. I mean, we have our kind of roadmap and, you know, have the, my features that I'm, I'm fans of. Um, but what was helpful for you leveraging Genesis and adopting this, this block first way of building? Like how did it, how did using a framework like Genesis help you in that endeavor? Okay, so I got to a point with WordPress development where I was really spreading myself thin because I was doing plugin development, theme development, uh, and even within uh, a theme development. Uh, and I was previous, and I, I had tried many different platforms. Uh, underscore um, underscore was one of them, but it was just it was um, even submitting. A, I have two themes submitted to the WordPress repository. And even going through the whole process of submitting the theme was really time consuming. And there was a lot of details that I had to consider when, uh, when submitting a good quality theme. So what I was noticing was that I was spending too much time developed. I wasn't, I wasn't developing products at a fast enough uh, pace to keep up with maybe what my uh, customers would want. So what really helped with the Genesis framework was that I, I, I kind of found a solid uh, piece of code that really I could see a, a history where it didn't really break or change too much to the point where it, it, was, a, it was a stable foundation. And that's really what it was for me. So that, that allowed me to just focus on just a few things. So now, right now, what's really nice is that I can use the Genesis framework and there's a lot of things that are covered. Like for example, like you can, I can easily insert scripts onto, into each individual page. You know, there's already like kind of a, some predefined uh, options and a customizer that I don't have to like write out or build out. So now what it allows me to do is I can just, you know, use the, 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 the precious time that I do have and just focus strictly on the design implementation or, you know, or really just that's really what I can focus on. I can focus just on the design implementation using, um, you know, in, in, the, in, the, in the theme style and then also in the Gutenberg block styles. So what that has allowed me to do is I can spend more time just focusing on the design and some of this other heavy lifting or even like the demo import, that's taken care of. So it's given me more time just to focus on design, which is really kind of what I'm seeing sells uh, for a theme. If, you know, you could have this amazing code base, but if the design's not really good or it's not really well polished, you know, it's not a, you know, people are disappointed about that. People so, love great design, that's for sure. Yes. Um, it's really interesting to hear you talk about that. I think for a lot of folks that do use frameworks, and of course WordPress itself you could think of as a framework. It's like I talked before about the roadmap that Genesis have, of course, WordPress has its own and other frameworks have their own, but that means those are some, those are some things you're not going to have to worry about. So I like that notion that you expressed about um, kind of focusing on the areas that are going to be most important for you and be able to kind of inherit benefits from the framework itself. I have a few more questions around your block strategies that relates to designs, uh, but we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. Time to plug into a commercial break. Stay tuned for more Press This in just a moment. Do you look at the task of ranking your site at the top of the search engines like you would climbing the top of Mount Everest? It doesn't have to be. 
TopSEOs.com knows how hard that climb can be, and they can make top ranking a reality. Top SEOs sends you to only the right search vendors and agencies that they know will work for you. Since 2002, TopSEOs.com has reviewed and researched the best search engine marketing agencies and solutions providers. Don't risk the cost of falling off the proverbial peak of search rankings. Let Top SEOs give you peace of mind. TopSEOs.com, the independent authority on search vendors. Ready to do a podcast for your business? Make that podcast elevate to enterprise level. Let WebmasterRadio.fm expedite and execute your podcast to build your brand and broaden your customer base. WebmasterRadio.fm has worked with the world's biggest tech brands, Google, Yahoo, and Bing, and have worked with fast-growing brands like ShipStation and GoDaddy. Now it's your turn. Contact brasco at wmr.fm and rush your enterprise-level podcast into production at a very reasonable rate. Email brasco at wmr.fm. Are you looking for the best in WordPress speed, security, and scalability? WP Engine is a digital experience platform for WordPress, powering digital experiences for large brands around the world. With easy-to-use site management tools and powerful do-it-your-way development features, WP Engine gives you the flexibility to build it your way. Improve your SEO and conversion rates with a faster site on WP Engine. Learn more on WPEngine.com. Let's press forward with more Press This, only on webmasterradio.fm. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Press This, the WordPress community podcast on Webmaster Radio. We're in the middle of our episode around adopting a block-first theme strategy. Chris, before the break, you were talking a little bit about how using frameworks helps you focus on design. I want to shift gears a little bit, talk to you about the block inventory or arsenal of blocks you choose for a site. Um, how has that maybe changed how you think about design, maybe compared to how you did it in the past? Well, I found that I could use, uh, there's a, I can find kind of trustworthy blocks that I could, and one of them is Atomic Blocks, which is by the, you know, the WordPress engine team and the Studio Press team. And so being able to uh, find maybe just a good handful of blocks that I can trust and then being able to implement custom, uh, custom class names, uh, just with those two, I can, I can come up with so many different types of layouts and implementations uh, for my clients. So Chris, how do you think about the connection between say the general styles of a website and the blocks that you might choose? Um, do, you, do you view that as like one exercise uh, or more as one exercise in a block world than it maybe was in the past? Or um, do you think that those two notions are separate as you plan your projects? So what blocks have allowed me to do is that I can, as you scroll down through a page, I mean, you can have each section of a page really communicate really different types of information and display information in really unique and interesting ways. As before, um, you were kind of, it was, you know, before it was a lot more rigid and you were kind of more limited on how you might, you, you kind of had to communicate information or communicate your product or communicate your services kind of in a more rigid way according to the previous template design that someone else came up with. So with the blocks, that has allowed a lot more freedom in communicating exactly how, how you want to communicate, again, your, what your, whatever your services or products are. So I have, I have found that that has led to more effective communication because 
it has given uh, the client more freedoms, which has allowed me more freedoms to express what the client wants to communicate uh, in regards to their business or whatever it is that they may be communicating. That's, I, I have found that to be the kind of the biggest benefit from uh, block designs is that each, each block, you can almost design it almost like a little mini page. It's kind of decoupling. I mean, of course, I know it depends on how you created sites in the past, but it's really kind of truly delivering on this notion of decoupling my content from my theme, which means that, again, depending on how you build it in the past, might mean better portability between themes, upgrades to themes, so on and so forth. Um, so I'm really excited about uh, how all of that is evolving in the context of how people build WordPress sites. So earlier you talked about you know, you had a kind of custom plugin you made for customers. You were leveraging short codes in some innovative ways, which sounds great. Um, but I'm curious, like now that you've gone to more of the block-based approach, like what do your clients say? What, what are they enjoying about the experience? So my, one of my latest clients, they, uh, they had someone build out a theme for them, and they implemented it. But when they had to go back in into the back end and actually try and make changes to it, I mean, they were frustrated and they were using one of the kind of the, those page builders and, and, and not to knock the page builders. I mean, they're, they're great pieces of software, but you know, just from an East, I mean, you, you have people who are really, really busy, time really precious, and they don't have time to figure out, you know, where inside the page builder, where do they go and change like a little piece of content. So when they, uh, when one of my clients, uh, you know, hired me out to do, you know, to build out a website for them, I mean, we built out a really, really nice website, but it wasn't just a nice website. I mean, you go and you click edit on the page and you can, what you see on the, on the page and, and, and when you go inside the editor, the block editor, it looks very similar and everything is very intuitive. They can scroll down. I mean, for them, they enjoyed the fact that they could see and they can really easily make a change to this kind of complex design. Because on the front, the design looks really complex. I mean, there's, you know, there's all this kind of little subtle animation happening and these kind of scrolling effects. And this would be pretty complicated to build out in a kind of an older style templated theme. But with Gutenberg blocks, they can go, they can click edit on the page and they can change everything from below, you know, from, from, the, from, the, from the top to the bottom with the exception of the menu and the footer. Well, that's can, coming though, very soon. <laughs> so, right now they can change everything uh, and, and, and they can update the text. Now, they, they won't go in and re completely redesign the homepage, but they can but go they, in. They have what they need, which is, I think it's interesting, I kind of rephrase a little bit what you said earlier, is like simplifying the complex, which I think is an awesome point to end on. Chris, thank you so much for sharing your journey here today. I'm so glad to be here. Thanks so much for having me. Of course, and if you'd like to learn more about what Chris is up to, you can check it out at webplant.media. Thanks, everyone, for listening to Press This, the WordPress community podcast on Webmaster Radio. This has been your host, David Volopole. I support the WordPress community through my role at WP Engine, and I love to bring the best of the community to you here every week on Press This. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. 
hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants. They all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.